Yup. Get comfortable in my chair. How's everybody doing? I know I keep disappearing, but, you know, I'm working to be more consistent, for sure, on this thing, but how y'all doing, man? I hope everybody's been doing great. You know, I've been doing great myself. I've been growing, evolving, and taking it step by step, but today, you know, I'll, I'll talk about some shit probably talk about why I've been gone so long. Uh, I definitely want to touch upon my self-healing journey that I've been on, just for anybody that's on that same path and is losing a sense of direction, because a lot of the times that's that's what I went through myself. And, you know, outside of that, you know, I've been good. I've been in the gym. I've been healthy, taking care of my body, my mind, my spirit. Making myself happy, you know? Shit, doing a lot of things for myself. Just overall, just being confident in myself and just finding ways to not seek outside validation for anything and making sure that all of the validation comes from me. That's really been the path that I've been on. And I just want to share some of the stuff with you guys. Just some of the stuff I've learned, some of the stuff that I've gone through. And hopefully guys can take some gems out of this but you know we can get into it for those that are tuning in for the first time my name's Marvin Montz I pretty much do these podcasts called ready to talk about things that I think or some information about myself and some information that I think might help others and you know this isn't one of those podcasts where we'll be discussing men versus women or nothing like that because I do notice that the internet is saturated with a lot of that bullshit and truthfully none of that affects me in any shape way or form i can't say that i've ever found a guy online that gave advice that i felt like was substantial enough for me to apply to my own life simply because the connection that i started building with god that's really the only source that i use for confirmation you know when i'm going through things and learning that discernment to be able to differentiate good and bad. And good and bad isn't even necessarily like good and evil or anything like that. But having that discernment within yourself is, is one of those internal compasses that when you're going through things, when you're seeing things, you're able to see it on how it will affect you in the long run. And, you know, I learned some stuff just I started reading into like numerology and um, the laws of Dharma different aspects of just spirituality and just the world to see how I can better fit and help humanity in the way that I can serve God in a way that fulfills my duty and my purpose so and you know speaking of numerology I found out well, not I found out. I learned that my life path number is 22 slash 4. So for those that don't know, that's labeled as a master builder, right? And a lot of the videos make it seem lit. Like, I, you, you, you want to probably the most powerful number in the life path 
numerology spectrum world and I don't even know what they call that shit, but you're the guy that can manifest things into reality with a snap of a finger. And to me, that shit was like, wow, this is perfect. Like, all right, let me see. I want a million dollars. I want to hit the lottery. What the fuck can I do? But then the more you look into it, in order to become that person, when you were reincarnated and chose to come back to the 3D world you chose to learn harder lessons than most people which makes sense you know when I think back about certain things that happened in my life and not that my life was worse than anyone else but you know some of the situations that I've dealt with on my own more specifically I was able to see how when people come to me for advice or for wisdom and I'm able to give them that a lot of that comes from a dark place, oddly enough. And to be the light, you have to walk in the dark because light really has no room to grow in a space where there's already light. You know, a candle doesn't have much impact when the sun is up, but a candle could guide you in a dark path. Not to be all spiritual on you guys, but you know, that's one of the things that learning that and trying to hold myself to that standard has been a journey of its own really just because on a darker side of life path 22 um they say that we tend to be terrified of our own potential and not necessarily because we can't do it but because of the fear of failure and that's something that I've battled with my entire life. Like, I'll have all these grandiose ideas. And, oh, I want to do this. And I want to create a multi-billion dollar business that can help do this and that. And when it comes time to execute, even if I have people that are willing to put it all on the line to help me execute this idea, I just freeze. Because now I'm looking at everyone and I'm like, damn. If I do not pull this through, because my whole end goal is to put everyone in position to be free. And when I say free, I mean your time. You're doing things that you love and the money's good and you're spending time with your family. So when I look at these big ideas and everybody is buying into it, I tend to, I tend to turn the other way when shit gets really, really difficult because of the fear that if I drop the ball, I will be hated. So that's one of the things that I'm learning to balance. Also, you know, these are things that I'm learning as, as I'm doing more research too. Now, speaking of the numbers, the energy that I carry is the two doubled, which is the 22 and the four, because when you put those together, that's the four. And then looking deeper into that whole numerology world. So the twos tend to make me a very emotional person. And some of the terms that I've heard were like, you're a cancer on steroids, you know? And if anybody knows anything about astrology, cancer usually has the reputation of being one of the most emotional signs. I look more into that because to confirm, that's very true. But I'll explain the duality of that master number and how that hurts me and helps me 
in a lot of ways, right? With the 22, I can be very intuitive. Like some of the people that I've listened to even talk about being damn near psychic and being able to see the future and, you know, you're able to feel things before they happen and all that. Then you go into the four. Now, the four is somebody that's a lot more organized, has order, hardworking, focused, can seem very rigid and unemotional, right? And that's the side that a lot of people tend to see from me. Even though, let's say, I'm going through something and somebody says something that really hurts me. Inside of me, I'm broken to a million pieces. Like, I am done. The inner child in me is crying himself to sleep, right? <laughs> like, legit, I, I can't even fathom that I can feel this way and I might even lose control. But then the four kind of puts this front, like, I don't give a fuck. It's okay. That shit doesn't matter because I am who I am, right? So there's this constant fight between my emotions, my intuition, and my ego. And growing up, I can confirm that a lot of times I have that inner voice in me that's like, okay, Marvin, maybe you should do that. And my ego be like, what the fuck? I'm going to do what I want because I know what I need to do, right? I'll do what my ego says, and it ends up being a hundred times harder than it needs to be. I know this shit shouldn't be this hard. I know it should not be this hard, but it ends up being super complicated, a lot more complicated than it has to be. And that's one of the things that I'm learning to balance through the spiritual journey, like just submitting to God and being able to understand that God's will will happen no matter what I choose to do. I could tell myself, no, this is what I want. And God has shown me over and over, this is not good for you. And, uh, you know, uh, maybe one more time, I'll spin the blocks, see what's going on over there. And every time you go back, the shit hurts more and more. And at some point, I just have to be like, you know what, I submit. You know, I submit to the greater good of what's going on because I know that I don't have all the answers that I may think that I do. I know I just jumped into this, but uh, this is stuff that I'm learning now. And this shit, as I'm learning it, a lot of the things that I've gone through, even in relationships, it helped me kind of decipher how my personality fits into these places, right? So for the last, uh, let me count down. March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November. We're in November now, so about nine months, right? So for the last nine months, actually last week was my last appointment just because I felt like I've learned a lot already and I, I needed time to apply all of it. But for the last nine months, I've gone to therapy and I've been abstaining from sex, right? Because those are two things. For one, therapy was always something that I feel like there was a stigma on that. And, you know, there's shit that I, I needed to talk to someone about that I can't really talk to anybody about and not necessarily because like I'm embarrassed or nothing like that but just because the comprehension that I need I need somebody that can really help me figure these things down and break them down not just give me a hug and tell me I'm gonna be okay like I really needed to have a more logical answer and with abstaining that's usually how I would fall off and when I say fall off like Every time I've had a partner, like let's say I went through a breakup and typically I always revert back to just taking the back seat, right? 
I'm not one of those guys that that's quick to jump into another relationship to try to prove a point or I don't need to prove a point to anyone. Like if the shit don't work out, I need time to kind of break it down and figure out what was going on, what parts that I played, things that I won't accept anymore going forward. But the more important part was what parts did I play into the situation not working out because I enjoyed the process of growing, right? And what would happen is like, all right, I'll start getting back into my spirituality. I'll start meditating. I'll start reading the Bible again. I'll start going back to the gym, right? And I'll really get into this momentum. Like, okay, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. Then you know what they say, don't trust a big butt and a smile. That girl is poison. That's literally the shit that I go through, right? Somebody gives me a little tension, a smile and a wink, and it's like, all right, cool. And now you know, now we watching movies, we eating at restaurants, and we doing all that, and I tend to lose sight of my purpose. And two years in, three years in, shit gets toxic, and I just lost sight of everything. But this is the first time that I told myself, like, okay, like, you have to make a decision and stick this through. This last relationship that I was in, there was a lot of mirroring, I would say, right? Where I would be called things, but I would see that in the other person as well. And it's, it was trippy, you know? It was trippy because I could either accept that I had work to do or I could have easily just pointed the finger at what they were doing to cause what I was doing right and I chose the harder path I chose the path of okay you got to sit this one out you have to sit this one out there's no point in combating this from your ego it's best that you just fall back for a second gather yourself understand the pattern now because I've gone through enough relationships and dated enough women to now have a pattern that I could look at not only within those dynamics but also within myself because I would go through spurts where I'd lose 60 pounds and then gain 30 I would go through spurts where I'm able to have two jobs business on the side to not even want to go to one and when you have somebody next to you that's just there regardless I feel like it enables you and this is just an opinion you know this is just an opinion and that's mainly for those that haven't really built up the discipline of just staying on your purpose right I seen this video that put a lot into perspective when it came to this and it was about the story of Adam and Eve because recently probably like a month ago or so I decided to read the Bible from beginning to end right and it's pretty interesting especially the Old Testament I'll definitely say that as much as everybody looks at God like turn the other cheek he's he's a very fair he, she, you know, I don't want to label God in any way, but that energy is very fair, regardless of what happens, you know? 
and it's not about good or bad it's about fairness and if fairness looks bad to one person it might look good to the other but it's balanced so learning that i was reading the story about adam and eve it just caught my attention that he really gave adam one instruction one instruction right it's not like he gave him a whole book of rules or gave that man one instruction and you know i'm god i give you this instruction just listen once god gave him a woman he listened to the woman before he listened to god this is a male perspective by the way i i, I don't want any feminist jumping down my throat or anything like that this is strictly just my translation of what i've read right and i'm reading this and i'm like damn okay eve may have ate the apple but adam was given strict instructions from god now i apply that to my own life right there's times where typically before i take a step i'll pray on it and it could be anything it could literally be like okay god i've been given this opportunity just give me a sign of what I should do, and then I follow my gut feeling, right? But every time I've stopped to try to please women, my life would just be chaotic. Like complete chaos. And chaos isn't necessarily like yelling and fussing or anything like that, but just no direction. And it feels like every day I'm just figuring it out. But I know I've been in positions where when I'm by myself, I'm, I'm just running through a narrow path and I'm 100% sure of what I need to do. So it just put some things into perspective for me about even my own habits. And to go alongside my therapist, we were talking about just some of the personality traits that I have. And for the first three months when we spoke, and this is a pattern that she noticed, right, that she brought up to me. She told me, I noticed that everything that bothers you involves you trying to see the greater good in other people. Like you're trying to help other people, whether they're not trying to take your help, whether you've given them help and they're ungrateful about it, or whether you're trying to tell them how to do certain things and they don't apply it. And all of your pain always came from helping others. And she asked me, she was like, have you ever stopped to try to help Marvin and to be honest I didn't know what that meant and I was honest with her I was like well when I go through things I typically just try to figure it out you know I just try to figure it out like if my back's against the wall I'll find a way regardless of what's going on in my life I always find a way I always try to level up and these are just things that have been instilled in me since I was a kid like don't go crying over spilled milk if the shit not working figure it out and she was like yeah that sounds good but that sounds like a reactive lifestyle like you just wait until shit goes bad in order to then level up for yourself but have you ever extended that olive branch to yourself and instilled that discipline that you're looking for in other people like have you ever put a plan in action before shit was bad and stuck to it like you stuck to it all the way through 
seen it all the way through and were able to celebrate all of the fruits of your labor. And I couldn't answer that because everything I've ever accomplished outside of things that are just like surface level, like, you know, getting my master's, like shit like that, were with the help of others and with the intention of helping them level up past whatever I had in place for them. Like, every time I help somebody, my whole goal is to take whatever that we're developing in you and help you surpass that. You're not meant to, for me to always be the one that's guiding you. At some point, I would expect to be learning from you as well because you've surpassed where I'm at, you know? And she pretty much told me continuing to do that without balance and adding yourself to the equation is always going to put you in a position where everyone around you is constantly surpassing you and outgrowing you. And I was like, damn, you know, that explains a lot. That explains a lot. Even now, like living in Tallahassee by myself, and when I say by myself, you know, I know people in the city, but um, by myself without anything familiar, right? It almost felt like God was sitting me down. He pulled everything away from me so I could hear his voice. And it wasn't a fun transition. None of this was fun. I don't care what anybody tells you about healing and it's so amazing. No, the fuck it ain't. No, the fuck it's not, man. If anybody's on the internet acting like they healed overnight and they, they super happy and they fucking lying. They are lying. That shit doesn't work that way. And you could literally be great for a week and then for a month you're just down in the dumps and then you great for eight months and then that shit smack you in your face again. It's a constant grind to just not allow things that you feel and things that you know to hold you back. So just gaining that understanding, I had to readjust. There's a lot of things that I had to readjust, right? And my biggest thing that I wanted to implement was discipline. Like this is the first time that I've been in the gym for what? Yeah, the whole seven months now. Like therapy, I started going back to the gym. All of that stuff started all together, right? Now, I'm not the smallest that I've ever been, but I am the strongest that I've ever been. When I'm lifting, I'm like, wow, okay. I'm doing it right this time. Yeah, I may not lose 60 pounds, right? But I feel great. I actually feel great. I, I'm enjoying things in a way that I haven't enjoyed them. My body feels good. My mind feels clear. And... I'm just learning like these are things you can't buy. It's things that you have to build within yourself, right? And for the first time in my life, it was 100% on my own. And that gave me a crazy sense of satisfaction. A crazy sense of satisfaction. I didn't have no cheerleaders on the sidelines. None of that. Like, just completely, completely doing this shit on my own. And I didn't need that outside validation. I still don't need that outside validation. It's one of those things where I feel great. 
And you can't take that away from me. I just feel great. Now, was it easy to get here? Definitely not. Because there were still mornings that um, I would wake up and, you know, I try to get in the gym before the sun comes up. So I, I leave my house maybe like around 5.30, 6 o'clock. Because the sun around here goes up around like 7.30. So I try to be in the gym by then. And some days I'm in bed, you know, and I'm in my head like, nah, I don't, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to. I definitely don't want to. I just want to lay here and just be in my feelings, right? And I always start my day with a prayer. Short. It's not nothing too extravagant, but a short prayer just to thank God, you know, for allowing me to see another day, to allow me to continue pursuing my goals and also walking with me in order to accomplish all of the things that he wants me to accomplish for the greater good of humanity. And that's how I keep it. I wake up to that. And, you know, stretch my hands, make sure I'm alive, just feel good, you know, you, you feel alive, you're awake. And I get out of bed, take my probiotic, wait a few, sometimes I'll sit there and I'll meditate. And then, you know, take my pre-workout and I'm out the door. And that discipline and consistency, to be honest, has opened pathways for me that I didn't even know were there. People look at me differently. I feel it. I feel it, like I feel the different kind of respect that I get by being disciplined in a lot of ways in my life. And even with food, I don't overcomplicate food anymore because I was one of those guys, like I wanted to try everything. I want to try everything, like food was my vice. At some points I was paying more for food than rent throughout the month, just swiping, swiping, anything I could get. Give me two margaritas with that. Like we just having a ball when it came to food. But now I keep it simple. After the gym, I just eat a spinach omelet. And that'll hold me over till about lunchtime. Then I'll do like a spinach salad with either salmon or chicken breast. And snack, you know, I'll snack throughout the day. Almonds, apples, bananas. And at night, I would just... Sometimes I would splurge or, you know, eat more snacks and go to bed. But I just kept everything in order because those are vices, you know? Those are vices. That's, that's the stuff that typically I tend to enjoy with a partner or other people. Like, let's go try this restaurant, try this restaurant. Now, don't get me wrong. Once or twice a month, I take myself out. Like, I'll go out and take myself out, treat myself, you know, to a nice meal at a restaurant. I try to get massages every two weeks. Like, I do things to really make my spirit happy without the need of having somebody there to give me that validation and that happiness. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't want, I don't ever want to rely on anyone else for my healing or my happiness. That's the biggest takeaways that I've had from therapy and, you know, everything that I'm reading on numerology and the laws of Dharma that a lot of the happiness really comes from the actions that you take, not necessarily the response that you get, right? So for example, let me pull it up, the laws of Dharma, to give you guys an idea, because I don't want to butcher that. Laws of Dharma. So 
five pillars or principles of Dharma, right? Now, I won't sit here and act like I've mastered any of these. By any means, I'm still learning and I'm still, still applying this stuff in order to just be a better person, you know? So, the five principles, knowledge, patience, justice, love, and dedication. Take that how you feel. Feel free to just do your own research. I'd love to go deeper into it, but, you know, it would take up a lot of the time on the podcast because I really enjoy this, this, this stuff. But those five things, just applying them in your life now, some of them I've already been pretty good at applying, like even knowledge, right? That doesn't even speak about being the wisest guy in the room, but always being able to learn. I learn a lot from not only my environment, people around me, new environments, and some people like to stick with what they find comfortable. And being a Leo, right? Now we're going into astrology, which they call a fixed sign. That I felt like was one of the things that held me back. I like order, I like things to be consistent. I don't like change. Or change made me uncomfortable. I don't, I don't wanna say that I don't like something because it's gonna happen regardless, but change made me uncomfortable. And at some point I had to decide that, you know, starting at zero isn't necessarily bad because you're still at a hundred somewhere else. There's things that I've mastered and there's things that I can learn. And the book Mastery, which I just finished reading, definitely puts a lot of that into perspective. Uh, it's, it's Mastery by George Leonard. There's a point in this book where they talk about, um, find the page real quick so it breaks down the plateau right and it's chapter 4 in the book and it's called loving the plateau now just to go into it to speak about that that was one of the places that I found myself in where I felt like things were redundant and repetitive 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 and I was bored but when I read that book, it shifted my perspective on that point in your life. A lot of the times we'll be in relationships, we'll be in careers, we'll be in things that we feel like are just bored, like it's redundant. We're doing the same things over and over and over and over, right? Now, growth is one of those things that brings uncertainty, no matter how you cut it up. And we don't value those moments of practice enough where it is redundant, where you are becoming the best at something. Let's say I'm learning to box and I'm just jabbing for an hour. And everybody's like, why are you jabbing? There's other techniques, but for today, I'm jabbing for an hour. I'm just throwing a jab, throwing a jab, throwing a jab, right? And to some, man, this shit is boring. Like I've been throwing a jab for an hour and I wanna learn how to do some other shit. You know, to some people, I want to throw a haymaker and knock somebody out. Some people are gifted. Don't get me wrong. Some people can get in the ring and start knocking people out left and right. But to master something, it comes in steps, right? It comes in steps. And there will be a point where something may be easy for you. It may very much become very easy for you. But now you're going to get into the next level and how you adapt 
because you'll find people that come in like oh i know how to do that and they come in and they think they're just gonna own the room but because their lack of wanting to learn or the inability to you know come in in a clean slate and learn they actually end up being last because the guy that is coming in with a fresh mindset and it's like okay i'm just gonna take in everything that i can and learn everything that i can will surpass the guy that comes in although he has all of the experience in the world you may have all the experience in the world but if your mindset is i already know how to do this i already know how it's done watch me do this you're not learning anything so i had to adjust that i had to adjust that because i became too comfortable in rooms where i was the smartest and i realized i wasn't growing i'd go into rooms and people would be talking to me and i'm like damn okay i definitely can develop this skill a lot better and patience i have that just naturally i'm not one of those guys that is quick to speak i'm very slow to speak on certain topics just because i feel like watching it unfold the truth is always going to come out no matter what anybody's trying to paint and with the lack of patience you can ruin things you might want to rush into something and it's like nah i need it now nah i need it this way but in reality you know a tree doesn't grow overnight you could plant the seed and it might not even be in your lifetime that you watch it grow but it will grow just having that patience i remember somebody told my mother shortly after i got my masters why is he staying at that job like he's not living out his potential and that shit hurt my soul that shit that shit really hurt my soul because it made me feel small it made me feel small because i was in a sales job and it's true i got my masters and i was still there but what they weren't able to see is i was looking to be in a position of leadership i wanted to create new leaders also grow as a leader so i took a promotion to have to relocate and this was somebody i was dating and it didn't work out because to them they wanted me to stay where i was but the growth wasn't there for me anymore and how i look at life is that we can either grow together or grow apart you know i made that sound easy i'm not going to lie to y'all you know there's a lot of emotions that go into that shit but the big picture of it all was i needed to continue to grow and the person that had promoted me into the position of leadership that's what attracted me to relocating because i relocated to somewhere i've never been like i never lived in tallahassee i didn't know nobody in tallahassee uh but during that interview she told me you know i'm looking to develop leaders that's that's what i meant it for and to me that was god speaking you know cuz that's what i needed i wanted to get to the point where i'm in a position to change people's lives and i've done just that i've done just that you know whether we ended up on good terms bad terms i can confidently say that anyone who's worked for me has evolved in some shape way or form like cuz that's 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 what i thrive on just to be able to teach others and funny enough that's that's one of the traits of the the master number 22 
they also call them a master teacher and i really feel great when i'm teaching others how to evolve in different aspects of their life it doesn't matter where we are like yeah we can be in a retail environment we could be in a corporate environment if you're working with me for me my goal is never to make you a super sales guy that's not that's not sustainable it might be what you want if that's what you want i'll show you all of the sales techniques good and bad that i know you know i've been in sales for a long time but ultimately i get to know people beyond that surface level to be able to say okay what is it that you want to do in life and kind of guide you in that direction kind of show you that it is possible show you that there are things available to you for you to do that don't ever think that you're just stuck in this environment and what I do notice is the lack of patience in some people is where they fail, not seeing it through. Shit, I've been trying to start this media company for 10 years through ups and downs, and I'm still sticking through it because it really just takes one big win for that momentum. I'm going to have that shit in a chokehold and nobody's going to stop me. Um, and that comes with the pillar of dedication. Shit, that one speaks for itself honestly i could go in depth about that but you know not to stray off the topic but yeah the principles of dharma that's something that i really try to apply to my life all around um and i could name other stuff too like the book the four agreements was pretty good as well that it's a simpler breakdown on things you can do to elevate your consciousness and um Warrior of the Light is a book that I liked a lot. But yeah, that's 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 the stuff I'm on. I'm in a point where this materialistic life is not, it doesn't do nothing for me. The flesh doesn't do nothing for me. The flesh is a distraction, to be honest. It's a tool. It's like the car, it's the armor. But your spirit knows what you're here for. And that's for everybody. Doesn't matter what you're going through. Your spirit knows what you're here for. Kind of strained off topic here. But yeah, back to that uh, healing. Because that's what it's all been about. If you can go to therapy, I advise it. Even if you know it doesn't work out, go two, three sessions. If you don't like it, you don't like it. But for those that it could impact, it definitely had a positive impact. For me, it had a positive impact, for sure. Now, I don't feel like I have to go. Maybe that's my ego. Um, especially speaking about uh, the repetition part from the book Mastery. Maybe I should continue. I don't know. I'm taking a break for sure, though. I, I want to be able to apply all of the stuff that I've learned, because I'm learning a lot about a lot right now. I've been reading a lot of books. I've been, you know, just relearning about my body and itself, my health, like... I'm learning a lot about a lot. So I just have to take it all in and be able to apply it. But it's been a hell of a ride, I'll tell you that much. And again, some days I feel like a superhero. Some days I absolutely feel like a superhero. Right? And then some days I just don't have it in me. I really just don't have it in me. But both days, I give it my all. That's the difference. Both days, I give it my all. 
And some days, I won't lie to y'all, like once a month or twice a month, there's days where I wake up, let's say I'm off from work and I have a to-do list. And I'm like, you know what, man? I'm just going to chill. Let me catch up on Law & Order. I'm still going to eat healthy. I'm going to stretch. But I'm not going to the gym. I'm not lifting. I'm not going to have my heart rate jumping around. I'm just going to let my body relax, let my mind chill and disconnect from everything. You need those days. You need those days. Anybody that acts like they wake up every day on go, I know there's a lot of shit they're suppressing. I'm not that kind of guy. I'll be honest. Like, yeah, it's cool. Kudos to you. You a superhero. You know? But that's just not me. That's not, to me, that's not sustainable. At all. It sounds good. It looks good. But it's not sustainable. Everybody got downtime. Everybody needs a break. Let me see. Sorry, I'm just checking my phone. That's rude. <laughs> I'm talking to you guys and checking my phone, right? Like right now as we speak, just because I pulled it up on the internet, I'm in the process of buying some new books. Now, if I could put y'all on, I just got put onto this. So, if you guys want to read these two books by Cynthia Andrews, right? The Path of Energy, Awaken Your Personal Power and Expand Your Consciousness. That's one I'm excited to receive. And The Path of Emotion, Transform Emotions into Energy to Achieve Your Greatest Potential. Those are the two books that I'm about to add to the collection that I need to read. There's a couple other books I have laying around here too that I'm in the middle of reading. I don't remember their titles. Off rip, because a lot of the books I get to are gifts. Some, you know, some people feel like maybe I should read this or maybe it's the time to read this. And a lot of the times, I'll be honest, every book that I've been given, when I read it, it, it applies. And it's allowed me to really find my balance. Really, like, I'm not even money hungry anymore, which I should be, because of course, all of us want financial freedom, right? Shit, I want financial freedom for sure. But the comfort that I'm feeling with myself and with God right now, you can't buy that. You can't buy that. It's free. That's the craziest part about it. It's absolutely free. I wake up and I look in the mirror and I'm like, wow, I've come a long way. Be proud of yourself. You're loved. You're successful. You're healthy. You're grounded. You're respected. And every morning I say these things in um, the I am format. So I have these written on my mirror. You know, I'm loved. I'm respected. I'm healthy. I'm wealthy. I'm grounded. I'm decisive. And it's about 12 of them. And I read it every morning when I look at myself. These are just little things. Just little things that have helped me just build myself up little by little by little. And to start the year, I was in a very weird place. Very weird place. Like my money was weird. And my love life was weird. I had accomplishments, but I also had losses. And it was just like jumbled up together. And I had a hard time just going through the pile and just separate everything to handle it one by one but now November which is usually my favorite season like October November is usually when I turn up the most I just feel at ease 
Shit's not perfect, but I feel at ease. I feel as if anything I want at this point, I can do it. I can do it. And that's for you guys too. Anything you want at this point, you can do it. (laughs) You can do it. And don't let anybody ever make you feel otherwise now. At all. Don't ever let anybody make you feel otherwise. Because... Fuck all that. Anything you want in life, you can do it. And that's me telling you that. With that being said, thank y'all for tuning in. You know, I'm back on the mic. Ready to talk. Episode something. I'll see you guys soon. Uh, thank y'all for listening, for real. And you know, you can always reach me again. Montreal at gmail. Right, that's that's the email. That's the direct contact. Um, let me see. I would probably direct you guys to um, well, the Montreal Twitter is still there, so you guys could, you know, hit me there too. Uh, I'll probably check it like once a week going forward. I probably won't be tweeting yet, uh, but if anything, you guys could actually DM me uh, Good Life Mass, G O O D L I F E Mass on IG. Uh, I could check that shit out too. Um, but yeah, man, let me know whatever y'all want me to talk about. If y'all got questions, I'm back. Uh, I feel good. I feel great. I feel healthy. And any experiences that I have, I think I think I might start doing more of these where I let you guys know about my experiences that I've gone through and how I've grown from them. Because, you know, some things are meant to break you, but you can't let shit break you, man. You bigger than that. Big months, yo. But besides the point. Thank y'all for tuning in. I'm going to check y'all in the next episode, man. Ready to talk.